Hello and welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We are a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev, Terrell, and Malcolm. Kev, tell them where they can find us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Mixed Era Rap, and you can find us on Instagram at Mixed Era Rap Pod. I really appreciate that, Kev. So for this week's episode, we'll be doing an album spotlight of our man IDK's project, You See For Yourself. Then we got our new segment that we love, and that's The Flavor. And we're going to do a conversation about DJ K Slay's rolling 110 deep. And we're going to end off this segment with a conversation about Bobby Smurder's upcoming album, All of Our Expectations. So let's jump into it with our man IDK's project, You See For Yourself. The first song that we thought from the project that was notable is Santa Monica Boulevard. Wow. 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 Now I'm switching up my energy, fuck my enemies, feel like I got hundreds of them, no, no, no love for me, y'all niggas ain't in the streets, y'all niggas is in the street, y'all niggas take me in the street, y'all niggas is in and preach, no deal, I like the breach, I call up my lawyer like, never mind, they playing with all of these niggas and bitches, is money, but no, 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 never mind, bitch, I could probably never rhyme, it's be a million up, I only spend money on her if I know she the truth is to keep it a buck. You play with me once and you dunk. The shit that I say. All right. And that was Santa Monica Boulevard by our man IDK from the project you see for yourself. So let's jump into it with our man Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on Santa Monica Boulevard by IDK? Well, this song right here, I feel like it was a hype song like you would hear in a sports arena when a team come out. They kind of get themselves hype up and pump up. And I feel like this song was a good vibe to his album. And I like the song. And I hope the rest of the song, songs that we listen to will be amazing. All right. That's what's up, Terrell. Really appreciate that. Let's jump into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Santa Monica Boulevard by our man IDK? This is a phenomenal song. I would have put, I, I believe I would have put one of the, uh, I would have put, keto over it um if it was up to me but i enjoyed it as well as just hearing the production throughout the album it was just it was just something different you know i think that if you take time to like let the let the album play out a little more you'll see that there are some better gems later on but this was a phenomenal album by uh idk and um some some special features i enjoyed it I feel you on that, uh, Malcolm. Same here for me. Uh, I thought that the production on this pro- this particular uh, song was very, very good. The content was a little shaky here and there. I definitely enjoy the way that they structured this project. Uh, I think that uh, some of the weaker songs were early and the stronger songs definitely came as we go further into the album. And uh that's appreciative because nowadays it's usually a mix of a, a hit here, a, a miss there, a hit miss, you know, and and to come a little weak and build yourself to a crescendo is is nice. So for me, that's how I roll with it. And um, I enjoyed it. All right. Let's move into our anchorman. Kev, Kev, what were your thoughts on Santa Monica Boulevard by IDK? I am very, very thankful for what this young man has done. No auto tune. 
you know, the beat was like very up tempo. It's not this new age up tempo. It was like an actual up tempo beat that you could actually, you know, if you want to dance, you can dance or move however you want to. And I think it's impressive because it it takes him out of the norm of what's what's going on today. So I can appreciate that, and I, and I think I value that a little more. So that's why you know this was one of my favorite songs. It was like you know right there early on in the album to kind of grab you and get your attention, so you can kind of you know flow with you know the rest of the other music behind it. Yeah, I feel you on that, Kev. We appreciate those words. And now we'll move on to the next song that we thought was notable in the project, and that was Red. Red on me this, red on me that, got the whole world and why we exist finally mapped. The rich kids get all the girls and all the ass while the broke boys walk with the world kicking they back, yeah. She said she want a five-star meal, yeah. If it come with here, then it's a five-star deal. She said, shit, she just tried to... All right, and that was Red by IDK from the See For Yourself project. And, you know, featured on that on that song was West Side Guns, MF Doom, and J Electronica. You know, I'm going to jump in with my two cents and just say that this was my favorite song from the project, and I thought that um, the features were just epic. And <laughs> what, I don't know what much I can say than this was a hot joint. I thought the, the production was amazing. I thought it came in the right place in the in the um, chronological order of the album and that this really, really showcased the young man's um, uh, versatility because he held his own with some real heavy hitters. You know, MF Doom is one of, uh, I know, uh, the panel's uh, favorites as well as uh, Jay Electronica. We know his skill level is super high uh, and, and Westside Guns has a, a very high skill level. So. I really appreciate that. Let's jump into it with Malcolm because I know he appreciates West Side Guns as well. So, Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Red by IDK? I, I enjoy their I enjoy their movement and what they're doing, but I don't know how they, we they're, they're, we can talk about that another time. But did, am I the only one that like I thought this was Kanye the whole song? I had been <laughs> listening to it with my mother, and I thought this was Kanye. Just saying, I really did. Didn't sound, did he, he didn't sound like this on any other song for the whole album. I'm not wrong. You can we can we can we can sit here and have a, a listening session <laughs> and listen to the IDK um, project. And I'm telling you, he didn't sound like this on not one other song. But it was just this was a phenomenal song. I, this is most definitely going to be on uh, one of my playlists. Um, so, let me ask you this: Are you saying it sounds like Kanye in a good way? Or a bad way. So the 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 song's already good. It's a it's a great song. Um, I think this is this may be this this is the radio hit. If if he's a I don't know how his marketing team and how the industry or or how the how the labels are backing him, but um, this is a a radio hit and this is a, a great song. I'm just saying, production wise, this is this would be liked by the masses and him sounding like Kanye. He sounded like old Kanye. Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, I'm at a loss. I had, I had thought that he had got another feature and just didn't list it and had him rapping the majority of the song. So it is in a good way. All right. Well, I feel you on that one. Uh, let's check in with uh, Kev. And Kev, what were your thoughts on Red by IDK? I was totally, totally surprised by this song. It was, you know, just based off the features alone, the whole album had a, a very good flow to it. So it was some of the transitioning of the album. It, it didn't feel like, you know, it, one song felt like two to three songs. And that's what I that's what I liked about it because, you know, hearing Westside and then hearing Westside at the beginning and then hearing Jay Electronic at the end, I thought I honestly thought it was like three different songs. And to kind of go back, the list because as soon as it went off, I, I hit rewind back. And I rarely do that. And because I had to hear it again because I couldn't believe that this was one song. And it was it was a great, it was a pleasant surprise. I really enjoyed it. Uh all the the feature artists on there I like. So for this young man to kind of come with this variety was totally unexpected, I think, from today's rap but at the same time this is a young man who's always been different than the norm he always stepped outside from what the masses were doing so i shouldn't be shocked but i'm i'm totally shocked and and i'm and, and i have to give him a thumbs up five stars or whatever just for putting all these odds together on one song yeah that's what's up uh kev i feel you on that one as well so let's let uh uh, Terrell finished this one off. Terrell, what were your thoughts on Red by IDK? I like this song. And as what Malcolm said, I really did thought this was Kanye on this track. And I was like, wait a minute, is this Kanye? But when you tell me who it was on there, I was like, wow, that is crazy. But this song right here, I actually did add this on my playlist. And I like it. It's a Yo, whoever told us to listen to this album, thank you, because this was a good song right here, and I love it. Yeah, that's what's up, uh, Terrell. Appreciate those words. Now we'll move on to the next song that we thought was notable from the project, and that was Prada the Bag. All right, and that was Prada the Bag, and that was featuring Young Thug by our man IDK. Let's let the youngest in charge start this one off. Uh, Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Prada the Bag? I may have to take back my statements on um, the last song about it being the radio hit for this album. Young Thug feature, obviously, is going to be the 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 more uh, the more favorable um, song when you talk about just looking at overview of his project. People are gonna look at the feature of Young Thug and want to listen to that song first. So I'm um, not surprised that. It would. I'm not sure. I'm not surprised that it has a star next to it on Apple Music. If you all go on there, so that means a lot. I'm pretty sure that if this album does get some backing or 
get some type of spark in the media or some on social media, then um, that will be the song that will be going um, viral on the on the radios stations. So, I mean, it wasn't one of my favorites. It was typical. Young Thug just doesn't try hard. I think he thinks he's rare. Um, and when he gets on a a album or a song um, or feature, he thinks that I just think that he he thinks he doesn't really have to try hard. I don't know. And I don't know why he thinks that. He thinks that he's like uh, maybe I'm speaking out of turn. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a cool song. You know, IDK did his thing. Yeah, that's the real deal there. Uh, Malcolm, appreciate that. Let's let Kev jump in on this one. Kev, what were your thoughts on Proud of the Bag by IDK featuring Young Thug? Hearing the song by itself, it's okay. But hearing the song in the flow of the album, it sounded better to me. But I I, I kind of, you know, piggyback on what Malcolm was saying about this might be the more radio-friendly song. It has that, it has that tempo of... Uh, what everyone listens to nowadays, and then you have the Young Thug feature, so that just that just adds to the likability of the song. Yeah, I mean, like I said, by itself, it's okay, but I think it it fits better within the album. So I don't, I wouldn't think it'd be a radio hit for me, but I can see where in the current landscape where it should be a radio hit. Yeah, definitely, Kev. I feel you on that. That's what's up. Um, let's let Terrell jump in on this. Terrell, what are your thoughts on Prod of the Bag? Just at the initial part gave me Young Doug vibes because, you know, we all know some Young Doug songs. He got that little Melanie bass into it. And once I heard that beat, I said, ooh, yeah, this is a Young Doug feature. And I like that it flows with IDK how he was rapping, he, I'm, I, way how I heard the song, I felt like he was a wordsmith. It sounded like he was a, he was into the game for a long time. I feel like he's a wordsmith. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I like how he flowed with this song in the bass with it, and it was amazing. And this was my number one song on this album. Uh, hold on, you're saying, can I just, uh, just to clarify, who is the wordsmith? I think he was saying IDK. Yeah. Mm. IDK is the worst myth. How old is IDK? Do we have a number on his age? Do we his have a age? Yeah, he's, he's in his twenties. He's in his twenties. Yeah. Mm. Right. But the way how he float, like usually when you have upcoming artists and when they get certain Melanie bass, they don't know how to rhyme with it. With him, at that he's a young age, he rhyme with the bass, and that's kind of hard when you're an upcoming rapper. So when he made this with Young Doug, and we, like I said, we all know how Young Doug is with his bass mentality. He is a mellow type of bass. Some people don't know how to rhyme with that type of bass. Him, he rhymed with the bass, and I love it. That's why I said, I feel like he is a wordsmith, if that, if that clarifies how, how I'm describing it. Mm. Yeah, I'm feeling you on that, uh, Terrell. I think that uh, you, 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 you're somewhere in the zone there. I don't know if you're spot on, but you're definitely somewhere in the zone. I can definitely say for me and my two cents was that I did enjoy this song. I thought that he and I do believe that this is probably the radio hit from the album. You know, Red is definitely a radio hit, but I don't know if they'll put it out like that again because it's just got some cats on there that don't really get radio airplay like that. 
But we do know that Young Thug gets a bunch of radio airplay. So I think that the product of the bag is probably that one. And uh, like uh, Terrell said, I definitely feel that he upped his game. I think same thing that Malcolm said. I think that uh, Young Thug <laughs> did not up his game and that he does what he normally does. Comes in and put in, uh, you know, a, a, a dollar worthy uh, feature and keep it moving. And uh, and I thought that the young man shined on that. So that's my two cents. And now we're going to move on to uh, our last song that we thought was notable from the project you see for yourself. And that was Shoot Your Shot featuring Offset. Hey. 7 I'm a real one. I ain't got no money problems. I ain't got no children. Dodging baby mama drama. Whoop, that's a close one. Ass like a host, but her face like she hosts some. Uh, whole food shopping. And she work out every day. You know them news popping. Stomach on apple cider vinegar. She do something to me. Good sex. Got you thinking me and you something. Thought it was. Ayy. Thought it was. Thought it was. Profiles, two tens. That's a dub. That's a dub. Says she just graduated. I'm in love. I'm in love. Says she like to do the lounge. She don't fuck with the clubs. My all right and that was shoot your shot featuring offset off of idk's project you see for yourself i'll jump in with my two cents right off the break and say that this was my favorite song from the project and uh i'm not a huge fan of offset but what idk did on this particular track is just in my it's right in the pocket for me you know, again, I'm a person who likes to, uh, uh, it's summertime. And if you're putting out music in the summertime, make me feel upbeat. Make me feel like I want to tap my toes. I want to shake my ass a little bit. And and that's what this song did. It made me feel real upbeat. Uh, I was uh, on the road with my wife and we were driving a long distance when I heard this song. and was like, whoa, this is nice. You know, let, let me put my foot on the pedal a little harder, you know, and, and up my speed. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this track. Uh, I thought that Offset did a nice job, but IDK shined. This was a beat that he really shined on. So that's that. That's my uh, input. Let's jump into it with uh, uh, Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on Shoot Your Shot by IDK featuring Offset? Well, the title says it all. He shot his shot with this song, and I like it. I really did like it. I like the featuring. If this song, don't, I think this is going to be another song that's probably going to get um, radio time, just the fact that it have all set on it, but I like the song and it was very catchy. And like you said, this is what type of song that you want to just wild out. I'm sorry to say, if I was driving, I'd probably be speeding, hearing this song and stuff. But yeah, I like the song. Yeah, that's what's up, Terrell. Appreciate that. Let's move into it with uh, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on "Shoot Your Shot" by IDK? I'm not a big uh, Offset fan, but IDK made Offset look good. Like, I, this is one of the few times I can actually say Offset really, you know, got busy on the song. Even I'm, I'm, He didn't do better at IDK, but Offset sounded good rapping on this song. And I was just like, I don't know if it's, it's the beat, it's the, it was the chemistry in the studio or what, but it was just amazing to hear Offset actually make a good verse for me. So I, I, I can't do nothing but you know, applaud both artists for uh, the song itself. Yeah, I mean, you know, we keep saying that, you know, this song could be a hit, this song could be a radio hit, and it, and that's, you know, we did, we only did, what, three or four songs. So to say at least three songs we played could actually be singles and play on the radio and be hits, 
is amazing because you don't get a lot of that nowadays. So whatever this, whatever he did for this album, it's you know it was amazing, and I can kind of see why it took him so long in between this one and his last album. But you know we can appreciate that though. Yeah, definitely, definitely feel you on that, uh, Kev. I'm telling you, you you spot on with that one, and uh, I think that IDK is going to be one of those future artists that put a lot of work into his project so that they come out excellent, you know, not heavily rushed, not letting the studio push him into putting out some subpar stuff because his last album was pretty good. And this one is even better. So very appreciative. Let's let the youngest in charge anchor this one. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Shoot Your Shot? Um, this was a uh, groovy song. Like, like we said, it was a beat positive, but uh, I couldn't add it to my playlist. I'm sorry. Offset is just not a talented rapper um, to me. It's unfortunate. Um, Takeoff is the best rapper off of the Migos, out of the Migos um, trio, I believe. That can be debated. Um, but I would have rather heard him on this feature. But due to the fame and notoriety around Quavo and Takeoff, it's more buzz is around getting him a feature, getting his feature on your project than uh, all set, I believe. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, it was a good song, though. Still, you know, it took a lot out of takeoff to just do what he did on this, even though it still wasn't there. Um, still didn't meet the bar for me. So um, IDK has been consistent through this album and I commend him on this project. I, I I encourage you all to, to stream this and give this young man as much support as possible. I'm not sure um, how much, like I, like I mentioned before, I'm not sure how much um, backing he gets if he's an independent artist or he's signed, but um, I enjoy listening to him. He's different. Yeah, that's what's up, Malcolm. Appreciate those words and uh, the sentiment. Definitely uh, a streamable album. Uh, we can jump into it with uh, Kev and Terrell and see what they thought. But I definitely, I believe it's a streamable album. Kev, you thought it was stream or no stream? It's a stream. I don't think, you know, I don't think people really understand an what the role of an A&R, of an executive producer. But whoever is working behind the scenes for this young man right here, they're doing an excellent job. I mean... You know, this album just flows so well. I mean, even songs you didn't care for too much, it still fit within every other song. You know, it. You know, every song, you know, every album is not a no-skip classic. You know what I mean? Like, there are albums that, you know, 15 songs and three of them are not that great, but you would still call it a classic because they, you know, the bad songs fit in, the sandwich in between good songs and the flow was so well you really don't take a lot away from the bad songs. And I think that's what this album is. Like if somebody wants to call this a classic, I really couldn't debate them. It's, you know, it's not a nineties classic, but it could be an eighties classic where 80% of the album is just that dope where, you know, you could, you could overlook some of the bad stuff. Um, it's a huge stream for me. And like I said, whoever is working with him behind the scenes and, incredible staff incredible people incredible minds i know a couple people in merlin that you know he has dealings with i don't I, but i but i'm not sure if they have input on what he's doing but like i said it, it's a huge stream and i'm proud that um to see someone can a young person under the age of 30 can release an album 
and is not afraid to step away from the landscape of the norm. You know, no auto-tune, none of these Zaytoven or Mike Will made the beats. I mean, the beats are different. His flow is different. You know, everything about it is not typical of what we see. And and I think that just kind of, kind of puts him up on another level. You know what I mean? Definitely. Feel you on that, uh, Kev. I'm telling you right on, on, on point with that one. And let's finish this off with uh, Terrell. Terrell, stream or no stream on IDK's project, You See For Yourself. Just the way how this brother made his album and how he took his time with production and feature and stuff, this is going to be a stream for me. And I'm glad that this brother right here, he took his time to do this. And I'm very proud of him. And I hope the re- his career booms off to where he could be on shows and stuff. But right now, he's in the right way. He's going, and I love it. Yeah, that's what's up, Terrell. And that was our album spotlight. All right, and now we're moving on to our next segment. And our next segment is one of our favorite new segments, The Flavor. And so for this week's The Flavor, we're going to start off with our man Terrell's pick. And here we go. All right, and that was Terrell's pick for the flavor, and that was the Jackie featuring Lil TJ and J. Cole, and that song was by our man Bass. So let's let Malcolm jump in and give his opinion off the brick. Uh, Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Terrell's pick? This was an interesting song. Um, good option for the flavor. Good for these old heads to hear something uh, like this and have them question their opinions on today's rap once again. I particularly enjoyed it. It's something that you can listen to, I guess, at any time when you're driving. Um, something that I feel like is going to get some notoriety. Um, on the radio, most definitely. So um, I enjoy it. All right. That's what's up, Malcolm. Uh, for me, I'll jump in with my opinion and just say that Bass of, of Dreamville, Bass is one of the artists. It's a couple of them that that, that I haven't got my, my, my head around what they do. And Bass is one of those people. And I'm still trying to figure him out. Uh, I thought the production on this project was pretty good overall, um, but... I just I couldn't I couldn't get a grasp on little TJ and uh, uh, J. Cole. You know, I, I don't know where he's headed with, with with what he's doing with Dreamville. You know, his own stuff. I think he has a real vision for what he's doing. But when it comes to the stuff he's doing with his other artists that are on Dreamville, I don't know if he has a full understanding of what direction he wants to take each artist in. And I don't know if he's capable of that. Right now, as a as a, a, a record label a leader, I don't know where he stands. And, and I hope that he is putting a heavier effort into it so that his artists can shine because he does have some very uh, interesting artists. 
He just has to put them on things that make the spotlight them. And I don't know if this particular track spotlighted Bass. So that's my two cent. Let's jump into it with uh, Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on Terrell's pick? It, it wasn't my cup of tea. I think the good work that J. Cole does, his some of his artists on his label kind of take away from a little bit. Like uh, artists like Bass, I think Bass is hit or miss for me. Sometimes he's good. When he's good, he's okay. But when he's not so good, it's like, why Why did you bother? And I feel like this is a why did you bother song. You know, it, it hurts even more that J. Cole felt like he should have featured himself on it. If, if it was just Bass and Lil TJ, it would have been like, okay, these both of these guys are not that great. So you're not going to spec a lot. But you throw J. Cole on it. It's like, if you're not adding to it, you're making the song worse. So and it's like, it's worse because it's, it's nothing fresh. It's nothing new. And what's exciting is nothing exciting. I, I, you know, when I, when I'm in the car, like, like, like Malcolm said, he's in the car. I can listen to Susan. He can listen to Susan in the car. I like a, something that's a little bit up tempo. And this is, this, this might put me to sleep. I couldn't listen to this at midnight or anything like that. I fall asleep behind the wheel. So it's a no for me. All right. That's what's up, uh, Kev. Appreciate that. Uh, and then now let's move on to uh, Terrell. Terrell, why did you choose the Jackie by Bass featuring Lil TJ and J. Cole? Okay. So this song, the Jackie, was he was talking about the highway over here. We have a highway over here called the Jackie Robinson. And the Jackie Robinson over here is the most, as if you're a speed drifter, it's the most amazing highway over here, but also if you're not a good driver and stuff, it's almost the craziest highway over here. So when he made this song, I was like, okay, he's talking about the Jackie Robinson, how he want to drive out there. And we have this thing called the turn of death. Usually it's like a wiggly, squiggly line. And when he was sing- singing in there, he talking about how he drive in there and all that stuff. Now, I'm going to put y'all 411 on Bash. Bash, he is... As how can I say, he is a neo-soul rapper. Yes, he is a neo-soul rapper. So he is fusing neo-soul music and rapping together. So they consider him as a neo-soul rapper. Now, he didn't ask J. Cole to come onto it. J. Cole had signed, put a little verse to it and he added him. Like J. Cole basically just got on as well because he's like, he liked the vibe of the song. Basically what J. Cole do with Dreamville he let his artists find themselves, and it, he guides them. It's not like he's not managing them, what to do and stuff. He let them find themselves as an artist. And then once they find themselves as the artist, then he said, okay, that you find yourself now, I'm going to add myself into <laughs> it. He don't want to be on it constantly, 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 constantly. That's what J. Cole is doing now with Dreamville. Like, I could have took the part with Lil TJ, because you know how I feel about Lil TJ. I don't like Lil TJ. I was surprised that he was on this verse, but they just they just filmed this film um video not too long ago this week in in Brooklyn. So that's why I picked the song. I I like the vibe of the song. Yeah, that's what's up, Terrell. I feel you on that. Again, you know that's the beauty of the flavor. We're giving our most honest opinions on the song we've heard for the first time. And with that, we'll move on to Malcolm's pick. And here we go. I pull up in that yard, 240 on the dash. Smart nigga, I can make a treasure out of trash. Son and knees, niggas, they respect me like a dad. This another gangster, yeah, Wardy, I'm a jag. Jag, jag, jag. 
240 on the dash. Smart nigga, I can make a treasure out of trash. Trash. They respect me like a dad. Just another gangster. Yeah, Wardy, I'm a jag. Y'all chase bitches. I chase bags. Shopping up a little ballot slippers for the swag. And I just got a new crib. Cause I was stuck and had to get it how I live. Me and my cousin. All right, and that was Malcolm's pick, and that was Just Another Gangster by Juvenile featuring Birdman. So let's jump into it. Uh, Terrell, what were your thoughts on Just Another Gangster? I feel like just I feel like a little another another gangster. I was over here doing the dugging just now. Listen to this song. It was a nice hype song. Thank you, Malcolm. Like I, I'm about to add this on my dancing playlist because. Like I said, I was literally over here, got up and started dancing when I heard this. And who you say this is by again? It's Juvenile. Juvenile featuring Birdman. They, um, they still I it's, I, I'm. You know how Birdman and these producers, these slash DJs are. They will put their name on the song, mm-hmm. even though they're not really the artist rapping. So he produced and rapped in the song. So I think it may come up as Birdman. Featuring Juvenile. Either way, it's a Juvenile song. Um, I thought it was, that's why. It's a new song. Yeah, I think 2021, I have to check. Um, and that's crazy. That's that's crazy that it's a single. Um, if Birdman did make this song and rapped on this, because we, we know that I think Birdman is still in jail right now. So that's this is a very interesting song, and I like it. Huh? All right. But yeah, I like this song. That's what's up, Terrell. Appreciate that. Okay, so for me, you know, I, I enjoy the sample. Uh, huge fan of Juvenile. I wish Juvenile was able to put out more work. Juvenile would probably be in my top 10 if he was able to have put out the work that he should have. But because of his, um, you know, he's made up with um, Birdman and now they're doing work together. But if he wouldn't have had that hiatus from, from uh, uh, making music, I definitely would have had him in my top 10. He's an extremely talented artist. The sample on this that they picked and um, hopefully got cleared was excellent. Can't, you know, can't go wrong with the too short sample. So in general, you know, this was a nice song. I enjoyed it. You know, kind of hype. All right. So let's move on to Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on Malcolm's pick? Just another gangster. First of all, Mal- he cheated us. We can't hate on him this week. <laughs> I, I well, let me say this first. I, I I enjoyed the song a lot. I don't, you know, Birdman might have took credit for this song, Thank you. but he doesn't write music, he doesn't write lyrics, and he doesn't produce. So I'm not sure of the credits on it, but I know Birdman didn't do nothing. None he just showed up and said, "What do you want me to do?" So um, we'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> uh, but overall, it it was a very good song. It's it's a um it's a style that fits uh juvenile, and it makes him look good. And it was very um it has that you know that cash money versus no limit feel to it. You know they they was making a lot of music at that time that that kind of had this flow and this sound to it, and and it took me back to that moment. You know when. You know, Cash Money put out a song in January. Two weeks later, No Limit was dropping a song. Two weeks later, Cash Money. Two weeks later, No Limit. They were just going back and forth at one time, and it was just it was amazing because it, even though some people thought it was oversaturated, they were still putting out quality music. So this is you know this has that late '90s, early 2000 feel, 
and I can appreciate that. And, you know, and Mal tricked us because we can't hate on him this week. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Okay, I appreciate that. And um, let's jump into it with uh, Malcolm. Malcolm, why did you choose this song? Just Another Gangster by Juvenile featuring Birdman. And those, that's me uh, tearing that up because I, I saw the song the way it came out. But I know for a fact this is not Birdman's song. This is Juvenile's song. All right. So let's clarify some things before I conclude. Um, first of all, this is a 2019 project, Birdman and Juvenile. So apparently Birdman wants to jump on the album and A, put his name first. And B, rap on however many songs or do whatever type of uh, hooks he does um, on with, on music. So he was able to, I guess, put, he put his name first. So it looks like it is his album or his collab. But anyways, long story short, the name of the album is Just Another Gangster. This is the number one song, the first song on the album. And I feel like it's the best one. It went viral on social media. A lot of memes. Um, I had it playing in the background and stuff. So you all have to just. It was just when I heard this song. It was. It was. Uh, I feel like it's something about no limiting the high boys. Uh, I just that era that that cash money. I mean the the what was it? What is his name? Um, uh, I can't recall the name of the 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 man right now. But that was doing the beats for Cash Money. But Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh. They were doing masterpieces. I when you talk about production with the with the 808s, I just feel like and and that sound was just beautiful. And and I when I heard this song, it like like Kev said, it takes you back 90s, 2000s, early 2000s sound, and it was just it was beautiful. I I enjoyed it. I feel like Birdman needed to be excluded from the song. He ruined it as soon as I heard him on the song. I immediately stopped bobbing my head. I just feel like. He never comes on. He's never on time. He he never. I feel like he. I don't think he takes this rap stuff. He doesn't take it seriously. Obviously, we know that. But even when he's recording, it just sounds like he just doesn't want to just do what he's doing. I don't know, because he didn't sound like he was on beat. Didn't have the cadence right. He just didn't sound like he was timed up. And Juvenile was easily able to just. This was nothing for him. It was a, it was beautiful having him on the song. Great, great to hear it. And I this was immediately added to my playlist because this is the type of stuff I listen to when um this is, I have a certain playlist for types of stuff like this. So I mean, it's a great song. You know, Juvenile needs to come out with more music. Period. Get out of Bird Wings um umbrella, Birdman's umbrella. All right, that's what's up, Malcolm. Really appreciate that. Let's jump into our next song. And that was my song. So here we go. This my shit. Don't want me to act that in my lane. Split back cause a whole goddamn crisis. The kid with the flow. Yeah, that's a nice. Cut a snake head off like it's ISIS. Shut him up, back him down to this silence. Eat him up like a lion. I think I can't get violence. Stack him with the other dead bodies and violence. Stacking the bodies, not literally speaking, so don't get too excited. Take a three day vacation, come back with the heat like where they had it. You know, I bring the pressure on the track when I'm sliding. Motherfuckers talking at the dirty, yes, they need to wipe it. Wiping the shit off the map with each and every. All right, and that was my pick, I Get Liddy by Rich Gang. So let's jump into it with Terrell. Terrell, what are your thoughts on I Get Liddy by Rich Gang? 
I was confusing the whole time because he was. It's like he was rapping fast, but I, I kind of didn't understand what he was saying and stuff. It's like he was trying to act like he was trying to rap like he was Twister, and I feel like everything was everywhere. I gotta listen to the song again and in another set of form because like this was like everywhere, and I was I'm just still trying to get my composure on this. I'm just like, what is going on right now? I I didn't know, but. All right, that's what's up. Appreciate that, uh, Terrell. Let's move on to Malcolm. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on my track? Hey, it get litty. It just takes you to. It just takes a little bit more concentration, a little more focus to to just try to decipher what he's saying. I feel like, and especially when they when it's a sped up sped up artist or someone with the with the a faster cadence. I enjoyed it. Um, something different, first of all, not the same. Bebbity bebbity ba. You know, the same type of cadence that everybody uses today or the same uh, formula that people use to get famous and make hits and stuff when you talk about the rap game. So um, I believe this this young man um, was very creative. Um, production was stellar. So um, I, I, I encourage people to stream this song. All right. That's what's up, Malcolm. Uh, let's check in with Kev. Kev, what were your thoughts on my track, A, It Get Liddy by Rich Gang? This is nothing I don't think I will listen to again. The beat sounded familiar to me, but you know, outside of the the sped up rapping, I can um I can appreciate that because you don't hear that too much nowadays. So I mean, you know, outside of that, it, it you know, it's it's nothing I'm gonna play again. All right, that's what's up, K. I appreciate those words. Let's jump into why I chose this song. And for me, I enjoyed the beat i thought the production was very good now again the content may not have been the strongest but for young artists like rich gang and several of these other young artists slime for people from the slime uh, uh slime gang as well for them to do what this guy did on or the, the, you know they did on this particular track was different for me and that's why i was giving them credit for the fact that they were explaining some sort of skill that we're not accustomed to seeing in this generation of rappers. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and say this was a world beater type song, but I chose it purely based on the fact that I thought this showed some level of skill and that the production had value and um, it, it had a summertime feel to it. So, and with that, we'll move on to our man Kev's track and here we go. Thinking what we gonna do today It's gotta be a better way To maintain is the price of fame Life is like a dice game To maintain is the price of fame Life is like a dice game Maintain and check me out. Listen, um, life's a gamble. A daughter's stakes are heightened. I can handle any darkness that tries to penetrate. My light is ample. Set the right example. My doctrines are divine. I live life on this earth to complete what's assigned. My mission given. I was birthed the same year as it was written. I've been faster in the mitten to strengthen my intuition. But fuck, and sometimes shut your run out of luck. But how my dice roll. All right, and that was our man Kev's pick. Life is like a doc dice. Life is like a dice game. And that was Nas's track featuring Corday and our man, Freddie Gibbs. Let's jump into it with Terrell. Terrell, what your thoughts on Life is like a dice game? 
I just picture myself in a 1990 Chevy Capri blasting this song in LA, windows down, having my hydraulic going up and down every time when I hear this song. That's the image I just got. This is a nice, smooth song, and I'm surprised Kev had put this song. This is a tasteful song, Kev. Thank you. Because, you know, your, your choice of music sometimes with Benny the Butcher, you know, gets a little rocky. But this right here, this was a good taste. I like it. But I just had that image in my head of me riding down L.A. blasting this song. So I like this song. All right. That's what's up, uh, Terrell. Appreciate those words. Let's jump into it with the youngest in charge. Malcolm, what were your thoughts on Life is Like a Dice Game by Nas featuring Corday, uh, DMV's finest, and Freddie Gibbs? Um, a lot of heavy big hitters on this song. Um, I mean, when you get on a song with Nas, um, you're pretty, you're pretty much. I feel like once you get the certain features, put you in certain lanes. I feel like in music, unless you've already have a a kind of well, well, I feel like this is a fitting a fitting feature for Corday because he is not um your everyday rapper. So. To, for him to get this feature and then to be on a song with Freddie Gibbs, it was just, uh, it, they compliment each other. And this was, uh, it shows in the song, um, something that you can really listen to whenever. So I enjoyed this this song. I, I encourage people to stream it. I already know people are because, um, I mean, all these names. So. All right. That's what's up, Malcolm. Really appreciate that. Um, I can tell you for a fact that this song right here is where it's at. I heard this song over the week and thought that it was amazing. Nas got a beat that was very enjoyable to rap over. And let me just say Corday put in work. He stood on his own against two giants, two, you know, Grammy nominated artists. And he held his own and and it was very strong. I like the placement that they put him in because right now Freddie Gibbs is on such a run that he's just dude that closes out albums. You know, he he is the Buster Rhyme of current times and and, and it's very enjoyable. And I thought that he, he did an ex- excellent job with his verse on this particular track. And uh, just everything about it was really, really nice. And I hope this is um, something that uh, the younger audience can really enjoy because this was really, really something that showed you the versatility and what rap can be and should be. So with that, we'll move on to our anchorman, Kev, and allow him to give his explanation for why he chose this song for our segment, The Flavor. First is Nas, the hip hop legend. Um, you really can't go wrong despite, you know, what, you know, any bad thing people have to say about him. Number two is featuring Grammy nominated Freddie Gibbs. Like you just said, he's on an awesome run right now. So you, you have to give that man some credit for where he's been able to bring his career to. Number three, it, it another feature, uh, Corday. Nas, you know, uh, Nas on last album, I think he had Lil Dirk on his last album. So we know that there are some vets in the game that know what's going on in the current landscape and they are reaching back to pull those young artists forward. And and I think that they deserve credit for that. So I you know, it, it so you got a Grammy nominated artist, you got Nas the legend, and then you have this, you know, this young artist that who is who's considered, you know, a lyrical guy 
all on one song is is and it was it was just amazing to me so and i like the way it sounds it's a beautiful sample i think it's uh i think it's like a remake or something i think it was something that nas you know nas has all these songs that don't make albums and he just you know later on in time he uh remastered them or remixed them some way and then put them together and i think this was one of those songs that was half done and it, you know he just added some more stuff later so it was just you know it was a great song and hopefully this leads to you know, another one of these lost tapes i believe this is going to be on but um yeah it, it was just you know just great to, just to see him add these two on a song with him yeah that's what's up kev really appreciate that i'm telling you man uh it was enjoyable and this was our segment that we really love so far and that is the flavor And now we move on to our conversation. And our first conversation is going to be about DJ K Slay's role in 110 deep. I got you, my nigga. Yo, hey, yo, count the ten and then come in, shoot. Shit. Front piece, silverback, the new Huey Newton. I feel it, it's in the air. White cop with a stare. New judge in a chair. The shit hitting the fan. But me, I'ma be smart and legalize my shit. And I ain't leaving the house without that in my hand. And it ain't only the cops. It's niggas on your block. I talk like a little bitch and act like they your man. Something like Chris Parker, my Uzi way a ton. Running niggas on the track. Then you know I'll be the one to tell niggas to suck cop. Run and get a gun that's OP. All right, and that was DJ K Slay's project, Rolling 110 D. So let's jump into it with the youngest in charge. What were your thoughts on DJ K Slay and Rolling 110 D? So um, I really enjoyed this as a whole. I think this is the every time they come out with a better, a new collaboration, I think they do better and better. My, the people that stood out to me, Rod Dicka. Red man, um, good to hear him. They got some real heavy hitters. They got Melly Mel. They got Big Daddy Kane came on. Cool G Rap, KRS One, Ice T. Um, it was, it was. I, I really enjoyed just the the lineup. Um, it was very, very, um, very vast. And now they got real comical and, and and funny with this here. Now they got they got Roy Jones Jr. coming on and doing his his spiel. Um they also had Omar Epps also rap, I believe. But at all in all, it was just beautiful to see people appreciate um the art of hip hop and just I appreciate what DJ K Slay is doing. That's why I always try to um feature something with him throughout either a month or every other month. Um I feel like I would like to see more, um, more variety of uh, different options when you talk about music and content from DJ K Slay other than um, podcasts. So um, really enjoy this, um, and I'll, I'll move on to someone else. All right, that's what's up, uh, Malcolm. Really appreciate that. Uh, let's move on to me, and let me just say that we all know where I'm at with this. DJ K Slay is my generation of hip hop. Uh, we did it best in the, in, in the golden age, and uh, we were the first fans of hip hop. You know, uh, DJ K Slay is uh, right around the same age I am, and um, everything he's going to do is going to be right in the pocket with it, what I want to hear, what, what 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 moves me about this art form. So for me, this is another winner, and I appreciate everything he brought to the table on all of the stuff that he's doing recently. And all I ask for people to do is give it a chance. It won't hurt you. Give it a chance. All right. 
Let's move on to Terrell. Terrell, what were your thoughts on uh, DJ K Slay's rolling 110 deep? As what both of y'all said, he is, he has some heavy hitters and some heavy hitters that I haven't heard in a long time. And every time I hear when he makes these albums stuff, it just get better and better. And for me, I now want to hear him add some young people into this and see that he go spread his wisdom of in the game to some of these young upcoming artists for they could be for they could branch themselves up out to being uh daddy big daddy king uh red man and all that so i'm just waiting to see his next project and i feel like if he do get some young cats on there then hey hip-hop is gonna go in the right way again all right that's what's up terrell appreciate that uh let's let our anchorman kev finish this one off kev your thoughts on rolling 110 deep by case lay well let me start off with what i didn't like the only only complaint i had is it's too long you know i i think for me in certain settings i can't do a long period of time with certain music or certain songs and that that's like my only complaint but uh overall i think that k slay is underrated as far as legendary status or anything as far as like the history or legends or whatever whatever we say you you don't hear his name too much even if you do hear people say his name it's probably someone within new york that'll be like case lay this or case lay that and i think it's uh it's kind of disturbing because he has done enough where he should be within the um within the realm of you know the the red alerts the the uh funk master flexes the dj dramas the dr dre's i mean you know he he has put together a great collection of music and has a phenomenal impact that it shouldn't be overlooked for someone you know to still show love to the old school to recognize uh today's artists and even the one hit wonders and the underground artists like he could he will put like you know names that you haven't heard of or haven't heard in a long time or have no idea who these artists are he'll put them all together on the song and you might see the big name and you'll want to listen to it but then you'll discover something new so it's it's something that you know you want you your your ear is going to catch something new every time you hear something by k slay and i think i can i can appreciate that and i can value that and and i hope that the more that he's working on these songs or these projects that people will gra- gravitate towards it and be like that this man is doing what others are not doing or what others are afraid to do. Because, you know, you can't tell me DJ Khaled can't do what K Slayer is doing. Like DJ Khaled just throw big names on the record and then that's it. But, it, you know, to take names that are, are first time rappers or one hit wonders and throw them on a song with a big name that's impressive and that and that's something that you know people stay away from but he does it and i think that we should give him all the credit in the world for it so you know this 40 minute song it was a hard listen to but i made myself sit through it in one setting because i i i want to see this man succeed that much and and you know i know my 40 minutes was just a small fraction of all the other views or all the other opinions of people who actually, you know, have some impact, but I did it, so I know others can do it. 
Yeah, no doubt, Kevin. I'm telling you right on with that. You know, um, it, it was plain and simple. It, it, it was a great visual that he was trying to put out there. And if you give it an opportunity, I think you'll be enjoy it. You'll really enjoy it. You know, it, it is entertaining. It's great content. And with that, we'll move on to the next segment of our conversation. And now we're going to be conversating about our man, Bobby Smurder and his expectations coming for his new album. All right. So I'll start this one off and just say that for me, you know, I get that uh, Bobby was, uh, you know, he really had a hot little run there before he was uh, incarcerated. And um, I can see how the young people wanted to hear music from someone that was uh, put down for a while. Because I know when Keith Murray was incarcerated, I couldn't wait till he got out to hear what he was going to do. So I get that. And um, but for me, I didn't like him before he went in. I know this song here is it was a hot wonder. Everybody was feeling it. It's, it's, it's still probably hot like that. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. I want him to get out and get his bag and everything. But for me, I have no expectations of his work. I don't think he has grown any. I doubt that he's going to do anything that is going to really, really, you know, show off on me. I hope. But outside of hope, I doubt more than that. So let's move on to the youngest in charge. Uh, Malcolm, what are your expectations of Bobby Schmurder's new project? Um, so we have to discuss that this young man has been incarcerated from basically the beginning of his fame up until uh, early this year. So um, since he's been incarcerated, this has been probably the, the since he's been back, this has been um, a great time for him with the love that he's been receiving from the hip hop community. So I feel like feature wise, he's not going to have a problem receiving any features or production from any big um, producers because namesake. And I feel like I, I don't have any high expectations. I just would like to hear something from him so we can say he has another project. So um, just want the best for this young man. Yeah, that's what's up, Malcolm. Really appreciate that. Uh, I think that uh, you, you, you're you definitely giving some solid word there. So let's move on to uh, Terrell. Give us your point of view on this conversation about our man Bobby Smurda and your expectations for his newest project. Well, that I am in, I grew up in New York and known some him in New York. I live not too far from where he used to be at. And he have a lot of respect in Brooklyn. Everybody know him for who he is, where he came from. And the fact that when he got out of jail, he got so much love from everybody in the game to the point that people was willing to come out there, greet him, money, cash, gifts, and all that stuff. That says a lot right there for this man to be conservated for a long time. So I say bravo to that. Um, My expectation, well... Okay, so New York, we have this thing called Summer Jam. So he's supposed to be a guest on there. So we don't know what he may bring out on that day. So what I'm just saying, I'm expecting the way how I'm seeing how people go, is going to be on this album. He being 
been posting on social media. I feel like it's going to be a good album. So like this may be the album of the year with the people that he got on his list and and how he been in the studio. Because right now he's on a strict probation period right now. So that gives him time to focus in on albums, whatever he got to do to we don't get up back on top of the game. 2026. Huh? He don't get off probation in a while, though. We may get some quality projects from him because he can't party. He can't do this. can't do that. He got to do, if he do go party, he got to be in the daytime. He got to be back home by a certain time. So just give him time to focus on music, perfect it, and give us what we wanted. Like, so we just got to wait to see. But I can't wait to hear his first album. I really can't. Yeah, that's what's up, Terrell. Really appreciate those words of part of the conversation. And let's let our anchor man finish this one off. Uh, Kev, what are your expectations for Bobby Schmurter's new project? I have zero expectations. This is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I feel like Bobby Schmurter is a one-hit wonder. You can give me all that. He didn't have time to grow or any of that. I mean, there are artists who are deceased and you still hear their music. Like, it's a Pop Smoke's album forever to fall out the top 10 and he and he ain't making no more music so for bobby smurder to be out all these months and granted so many people are showing him love for him not to have a feature on any song or anything at the moment is quite surprising to me because the biggest um the biggest lead up to your album or your project or whatever you're doing is a feature here and there or showing up in someone's video or something, you know. I mean, the only time you really see Bobby is at somebody's party. You know, he's doing he, he'll do a, an appearance at someone's party, and that's it. So, I mean, so what's going on? If, if you, you know, if you able to fly to this or travel to this location, then you can you can do something. I mean, or even you know, uh, uh, who is it? Who's the other guy? Max B. Max B. Been locked up forever, but Max B. Got records from they recorded off the phone they called him while he was in jail and he was rapping on the phone and they edited in a way that it didn't sound that bad but they got max b mixtapes with him in jail so it can be done so whatever bobby's got going on i don't know but i feel like it ain't, it ain't nothing i don't expect a lot i mean he got a lot of features i don't mean nothing but truth be told he's a one-hit wonder uh until he proved otherwise too. And tell you why he's a one-hit wonder. But he, well, but even even with him, even though he did he even make an album? I don't even know if he made an album. Did he ever make an album? Or was it just that one song? Be, no, he was on a version making that making that album, but he couldn't release that album because way how all the songs was in that out on that album was talking about basically gang related stuff he's doing. He wasn't able to release that album at all. But he, that sure album was supposed to come out. E. You said what? Oh, and it has five songs. Out of those five songs, I believe three or three songs are hits. So when do they play these songs though? When 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 okay, give me a platform that outside of that one single that you know everybody knows that is actually supporting other Bobby Smurder material. Because that's the only I, I like I say, I don't even you know, they, just to hear that, oh, he was making an album, but it never came out and it never leaked. That doesn't make sense to me. Everybody's everybody album. stuff leaks. Everybody people go people go uh the Vlad TV and no it don't even matter what they say, they get locked up as soon as they walked out the damn interview. So you mean to tell me something doesn't leak or somebody ain't putting something out? You mean to tell me like 
somebody somewhere has Bobby Smurda music and they want that and they want to make a quick dollar and they and and for none of it to leak out doesn't make sense because everybody music leaks at some point but nothing from Bobby Smurda leak that doesn't even make sense at all I don't I don't think that uh, I don't know we'll have to agree to disagree I think for the young people especially on the eastern seaboard i think that they're definitely anticipating his project i don't know what the record company is doing that's slowing him down i don't know if he's trying to perfect something and and grow that maybe there has been some growth i don't know all i can say is that you know i don't know for the majority of the country if they're really really checking for bobby schmurter again we live in a very microwave society right now where if you're not putting out, if you're not, I mean, cause think about it, the little bit of time that the clown that, um, uh, um, that Terrell was talking about was away, you know, he jumped out and put a bunch of stuff out and guess what? Nobody's really checking for him. And it, this may be the end of him. We don't know. We'll see. But again, it is what it is for that. Well, I'm in hopes that for this young man, that he's found some growth, you know, found some growth in his um, uh, uh, journey along this path that he's been on and that maybe he is out here in the studio really putting in work and trying to show that he has a skill level. Uh, you know, I just don't know what growth you can find as far as, you know, being able to tell stories or give your opinion on something as far as uh, life is concerned when you're locked up. It's just a tough spot. And this is what, uh, is needed in our in our um, culture as far as hip hop is concerned because you know you got the two old heads who really we, we don't know enough about the cat we know he had one hit we know you know that we know of but the younger people are showing that hey listen we know that he has the capabilities to do well so let me let, let me ask this question is it is it it are people have so much faith in Bobby Bobby Schmurter because of when he was arrested what he did. Or is it because people see this potential music-wise in him? Like, outside of music, what he did was what is considered stand-up. He was a, He's a stand-up guy. What he did outside of music and him getting arrested and, you know, the reports were he, you know, he didn't do certain things to get less time or... he ex- The exact thing were... Well, not exact because we don't know the situation, but they were saying that he had, due to um, the 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 trial or whatever legal case he was a part of, the people that were associated with him had time, but he opted to take on their time for them right, to right, right. earlier. Right. Bobby Smurr is supposed to been out of jail. Right, but I'm, I'm just saying, though, he that's got, the point I'm trying to make, is, like, is, is what he did outside of music is that more impressive and more impactful than what he's going to do music wise in a society where people don't people that are rappers or influencers entertainers that 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 are showing you this life and don't usually have to face the consequences um due to not actually living it and he's able to come back and and he is still um held in high regard i feel like because that is not a known thing in today's society right but that's 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 the question i'm trying to ask is like is what he did outside of music so impressive that you're going to give him some leeway as far as what he's doing music wise because i feel like he could put his album could be trash it doesn't matter what his album is it's going to get support 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's and, and that's the and that's the question I wanted to ask. Like, all right, give us your two cents, uh, I mean, Terrell. If y'all didn't know, before he had got locked up, he signed a record label deal with Epic, and we know how Epic Epic is. They are very controlling. So I feel like also some that they have they do have total control over him, which is kind of he that was when he, he that was poor judgment of signing a deal so and rowdy also told him told him man said yo bro i don't think that's a good idea but as like i said bobby was was young he he just seen a record record deal and he signed it so epic i feel like epic haven't made a part of reason why he haven't dropped a thing yet and that's why now rowdy now he signed with rock nation so now that would give now could we always see rowdy he's in he's featuring in a lot of songs and stuff or making appearance and stuff so i feel like that's why we also have not hear about bobby's murder but i'm letting you know now we don't know what is going to happen when he pops up on um summer jam this year so if i was if we could watch that mainstream that see what he's going to do because i feel like he's going to drop something out on that time, because this is basically going to be his first concert appearance. Summer Jam is in August or September? It's in August. It's August. Right before they go back to school. Yes, they they pushed it. Usually it'll be in June, but they pushed it in August. So we just have to wait to see what he's going to drop, because he is supposed to appear on the main stage. He's the special guest. So we Sorry to cut you off. And he's going to be, literally, if you all don't know, Bobby Smurda has his own day at Coachella. Yes, he do. He is what? He really do. He has his own day at Coachella. So you all keep talking about mm-hmm. how you know, the gener- this generation is not going to keep him relevant. He's not going to stay around if he doesn't put out music. I'm telling you, he can literally, he can not put out music for the next year and a half going on two years and still perform and people will still listen to him. He may even get a following or a track record of produce or or, or uh, of of just playing those songs at concerts and stuff, and it may get old, and then boom, he comes out with an album. That's how stuff is. It's just uh, I don't know. No, I, I'm fully with both of you all saying that there is a want for his content. I know I don't think anyone's arguing that he, it, no one wants his content. What we're both asking is that do we think that if this is not up to par if it's not at a high level showing the growth since he's been away wait um get ready to put get ready to hit the bomb sound multiple time multiple times you said that bobby smurder has one good hit right kev one big hit or signature song he got yeah. one he got one big signature and it's phenomenal right Hot yes, it's more hits. It's more hits than being in the butcher half. That's all I gotta say. Don't. Who makes more? Who has made more music, Benny the Butcher or Bobby Schmurder? Benny the Butcher. Yeah. Benny hold the Butcher made more music on one album. On what EP? Benny the Butcher made more music on one EP than mm. Bobby Schmurder has ever made. Okay, he has more hits. He just proved. What are you saying? Oh hold my on, god! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now watch this, watch this. But hit the bomb sound again. But who do we hear more on the radio, Bobby or Benny? 
Benny the Butcher don't make radio music. He don't make radio music. So and that, that's, that's, and a, that's that's not a fair and question. That says a lot. And that's not that's not a fair question. He don't that make radio music. Oh, so can I clear? Freddie Gibbs don't make radio right music, and Freddie Gibbs was nominated for a Grammy. Bobby. Are you going to tell me Bobby Smurda's better than Freddie Gibbs? Bobby has more hits than Benny. Am I correct? More. Are you saying that Bobby Smurda's better than Freddie Gibbs? I don't think they're arguing that. They're arguing the uh, on the charts, and yes, you are correct. So he has more Bobby than one Smurder hit. Has more charted higher charted songs than benny the butcher yes he does That's no what is terrell thing. saying terrell what are you saying exactly what i'm saying what, 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 what are you saying that Bob bobby smurda has, has higher charting songs than benny the butcher but that doesn't mean that he has billboards yes that's exactly oh, what okay. it means okay his yes, it does. charted higher than benny the butchers i think that that that, that hot boy song it was a number one song. Has Benny the Butcher ever had a number one song? No. Has Benny the Butcher had a number one album? I think the closest he came is number two or three. Yeah. Maybe. He's yeah. like two or three. Has Bobby Smurda ever had a, a, a second or third place album? No. He's never he had has one hit song. How does he? That's the only point I'm trying to make. He has more than one number one hit song. That's what I'm saying. What other, what other songs has he had? I'm, though? Point. I'm trying to explain Bobby to you and, and Terrell. In your streaming world, you guys like more of his EPs. But if you look at the billboards, he's never had more than one song that go above 10 on the charts. Hit song means it's 20 to 10. If it's not an eight, if it's not 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15. Out of the eight songs on his EP, he didn't have more than one song in the top 20? That's right. So Pick how many? He so, had songs that Darrell, charted higher. Is, they were high, but they weren't hits. He only had one hit. All right. Are we done talking about Bobby Smurder? <laughs> well, again, Terrell's argument is, is true that he has higher charting songs than Benny the Butcher. So we all agree that, you know, it is what we, we we'll leave it at this. We're going to give the young man an opportunity to put out his work and see what it is. And, you know, if you follow us, that we're going to be on top of it. As soon as it drops, you'll hear us uh, give our opinion on it. The next uh, uh, episode, as soon as it drops. So with that, we'd like to thank everybody for listening. We appreciate your time and patience for downloading our our podcast and uh yeah, tell them where they can follow us on social media uh, you can follow us on twitter at mixed era rap and you can follow us on instagram at mixed era rap pod all right really appreciate that kevin with that we out of here peace, peace.